Tonight I'm going to be offering a different approach to the Dharma. And in particular, what we'll be doing is listening to the, the chanting of the Satipatthana Sutta. And for those of you who are here for three months, I believe that Greg introduced this uh, once before during uh, uh, part one. And, and some of it is just so that we can, in, in some ways, come to have a sense of the Dharma, not just through information, but other ways, and not just through talking, but through other ways. I think this is one of the things I appreciated about uh, Zen and, and some of those teachings, is it could be so sparse yet direct. I think this is what I appreciated about those three words Rebecca gave us. Here, now, this. I appreciate it because it, it speaks so closely to what we're doing here. And so that's the, the intention. And uh, uh, the, the way it'll be set up is I'll, I'll first uh, kind of frame the, the chanting. And um, since I'm a Vipassana teacher, I'll probably talk, talk about it too much, but we will get over that. <laughs> and then uh, we'll be listening to the chanting and I'll talk about ways of listening to it for, I don't know, 20 or 30 minutes. And then we'll just end in silence and that will be the evening. I think most of you know by now, the Satipatthana Sutta is this d discourse from the Pali Canon, which is translated different ways. These four ways of establishing mindfulness or the four foundations of mindfulness. And it is one of the foundational texts or the foundational texts that we've been basing a lot of our, our, uh, the, the teachings and the techniques that we've been offering you on this retreat. And this 20 or 30 minutes will cover almost all of the, the first sections, the sections on mindfulness of the body in the body. And some of the Pali words, some of you might know them, probably most of you won't. Two of the words that you'll hear again and again are, are this word uh, body, or either kaya or kaye. Kaye, kaya, nupasi, viharati is this mindfulness of the body in the body. And it's chanted by the Venerable Umalpe Sobita Mahatero, who is a, uh, a monastic from Sri Lanka. And it will have this Sri Lankan style of chanting, which tends to be more melodic than the chanting you find in Thailand and, and Burma, Myanmar. And those of you who are coming to nine o'clock are familiar with the style of chanting. It's the style of chanting that Greg is introducing you to and with the Karaniya Metta Sutta. How to relate to this different exposure to the Dharma? And the first thing I want to do is I want to acknowledge that this idea that you can actually learn something from listening to chanting in a language you don't understand that that can be a really challenging thing, especially for a mind that's been shaped by a modern education. 
remembering that so much of modern education is based on the acquisition of information and then understanding concepts and then manipulating those concepts. As I've been saying, our mind is society. If you've been to whatever it is, 12 years of school or even more, the mind has been so shaped to value that kind of knowing. We live in an age of information. So that kind of understanding is, is most valued, that, that kind of understanding that's based on information. And then what happens is so much of the knowing and understanding of the Dharma in this day and age can sometimes just be easily connected with knowing more information. And I want to point out, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I'm not trying to say that that's bad. I think that would be way too oversimplistic. There's many benefits that we've gained from this information age. And there are many other ways of knowing and understanding that all of you are familiar with. For example, knowing how to ride a bike or to swim or to stand on one leg. It's always interesting to me, like I, I could never explain to someone, I couldn't put it in concepts, how to ride a bike. Like I have no idea how I stay on a bike, it really is amazing. And yet the body knows, you know, give me a bike and I can most often stay on it, it really is quite amazing. But there's that kind of knowing in the body. Or knowing how to swim, isn't that amazing? If you know how to swim. Your body's thrown into a body of water and Voila, there's a sense of knowing that. You might even not even be able to explain how you do it, and yet you know how to do it. That's a different kind of knowing. This, you could say bodily knowing. When I was practicing in the Zen tradition, when I reflect on it, there probably wasn't more than 15 to 30 minutes of basic meditation instruction that was given to me over the, you could say, the eight years that I was practicing in this particular tradition. <laughs> so it's a little, little bit different than here. <laughs> I told you Zen and Vipassana are really different that way. I said, Zen too little, say too little, Vipassana probably too much. And there was something, of course, that had its shadow sides. Maybe that's why I'm here. And there was something powerful about learning how to meditate so much through the body, through how we were carrying our body in really precise ways throughout the day and modeling, having it modeling, modeled to me, you know, especially through the, the senior monastics and practitioners, learning really on an entirely different level, not a verbal level, not conceptual. And during that time, I remember there was a fellow practitioner who she used to be a uh, sensei in uh, Aikido, teaching Aikido, that martial art. And she she had some time, and so I was really curious about it. So and, and she was taught by a, a, a very traditional uh, uh, sensei in Japan. And the way she taught me, she gave me these private lessons, which was interesting, is uh, there was absolutely no talking. 
So all that would happen is she would take me through these moves repetitively again and again and again. And sometimes she would say, oh, there, oh, that's good. Or sometimes it was just that I knew, oh, this felt different in my body. Interesting, now I'm getting it. And sometimes she would even kind of affirm that more with how she was moving my body or how I was moving her body in these moves. Nothing verbal whatsoever. It was such an interesting learning environment, not talking about it at all, but starting to get a feeling of it through the body, not informational. And something a little bit closer now to chanting, going a little bit closer to that. I'm sure you know this experience around music, you know, or chanting, how how your heart can be moved in certain ways that actually transforms it. Whether it be the rhythm of drumming or or something like Beethoven's Miso Solemnis, which he he writes, you know, he he wrote that that note in it. uh, uh, From the heart, may it go to the heart. Or a piece of music like John Coltrane's A Love Supreme. John Coltrane being the, the great U.S. jazz musician, saxophonist, who wrote this piece, really this is an entire album called A Love Supreme, and he wrote it uh, as a way of expressing a, a, a spiritual awakening that he had experienced. There's so few words in in this piece of Love Supreme, but it's a, it's a powerful piece. And it's that sense of, of, of offering something that transforms, but not through words. And this is what's been happening here. Like there's a knowing that, that you're, you're gaining, you're beginning to know how to be with an emotion, how to be with strong emotions, whether it be excitement or fear. that knowing of how to step out of a mind that's lost in thought. Or maybe more importantly, learning again and again not to be as troubled by a mind lost in thought. Because that's where the hook is, isn't it? It feels like, oh, this is what I should be doing, always being able to take the mind, to pull the mind back or bring the mind back. But what's more important sometimes is just not to be so hooked by the stories we tell ourselves when we are challenged by a mind lost in thought. It's a learning, you can't read that in a book. It's even difficult to put words to that. So you, you learn, all of us learn so much, not through information, but these other avenues. So this opportunity to broaden our notions of what it means to understand and learn around this process of transformation tonight. So tonight, in terms of this activity of hearing, hearing this chance, I think there's many different levels that you can approach it at. One is just the simple level of being mindful, being mindful to the activity of hearing. For some of you, it's gonna be a pleasant experience at times or maybe neutral, or it might be very unpleasant. Noticing that. 
Noticing the attitude of the minds towards the activity of hearing. Is there wanting or not wanting or simply being present or opening to the experience? So first level, mindfulness. And then this next level, allowing it to move the heart. So opening to the sounds in a way that allows them to, to move the heart. And one possibility is around, around this is just to remember that this sutta in Pali has most likely been chanted for around 2,000 years that practitioners have been listening to. And probably since most of these 2,000 years was before the age of information, there was these other ways of relating to hearing. And many of those practitioners were probably like you. They didn't, I mean, there might be some people here, but many of you probably don't know Pali. And for those 2,000 years, that was probably the majority of practitioners as well. And for many traditional practitioners, and what I mean by traditional practitioners, I'm trying to juxtapose them to what I call modern practitioners. And modern practitioners, I'm not just saying Western practitioners, like there can be modern Chinese or modern Korean or so, so modern in this other, other way of juxtaposing to a kind of a more traditional approach to practice. So for many traditional practitioners, there can be the sense that Pali and listening to a sutta like this can lead the heart towards freedom. And I, I want to point out, even though that that's been probably a sentiment that's happening, been happening for a couple thousand years, that's a, that's a big leap for a modern mind because how our minds have been conditioned around certain ways of knowing. For example, Buddha Gosa, who you know, we've come back to, at least I have a couple times, the, the great commentator who wrote the Vasudhimaga. For him, just to, to imagine, I invite you to see if you can allow this in tonight. For him, the Buddha was someone who was immeasurable and unlimited. This is what the Buddha talks about, Buddha Gosa talks about. And since the, the Buddha was immeasurable and unlimited, it means that his teachings were boundless, unlimited, and measurable. And as, as Buddha Gosa points out, just, just one word from the Buddha or one phrase had that quality of boundlessness to it, immeasurability to it, even the sound of it. The Buddhist scholar Maria Haim, actually, she just lives in Amherst, and I'm grateful for her perspective on Buddha Gosa, really has opened up a, a radically different understanding of him. Compares his understanding to the Kabbalist approach to the Torah and the Jewish tradition, which some of you know, a scene that, that the Torah contains an infinity of meaning. There's infinite meaning in the Torah. What would it be like to hear something that vast tonight? And what can be difficult for a modern mind, not always, 
compared to a traditional practitioner is that is that there can be such a a, a sense of making sure that everything fits into the world of facts. And what I've noticed is that it really confines my heart if if I just live in a factual world rather than a broader world that could also be poetic. Anne Klein speaks to this. She, she says that these traditional practitioners, while perfectly aware of the difference between real world functioning and fantasy, traditional practitioners are not perpetually on the lookout for a place to draw the line between facts and other felt realities, or between an objective external world and a subjective internal one. To consciously abide in that spacious, undecided realm is to allow ourselves to be touched by our own practice in very deep ways. So this level too of opening to something vast, possibly. And of course, most importantly, you know, however this lands for you tonight is just fine to, to be with that. Okay, so I'll uh, begin to play this and it'll be about uh, 20 or 30 minutes of just coming into into this meditative relationship to this chanting, if I can figure out the uh, technology. Let's see, it's a challenge, isn't it? Okay. Namo tassa. Bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhasa Namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhasa Namo tassa bhagavato arahato Samma Sambuddhasa Evang me sutang Ekang samayang bhagava Kuru subiherati Kammasa dhammang nama Kuru nang nigamu Tatrako Bhagava Bhikkhu Amante Si Bhikkhavoti Badante Ti Te Bhikkhu Bhagavato Pachaso Sung Bhagava Etadvocha Ekayano ayang bhikkave maggo sattanang visuddhya soka paridvanang samatikkamaya dukkhadomanasanang atthagamaya nyayasa adhigamaya Nibbana sa sachikiriyaya yadidang 
ಕಾಯಾನುಪಸ್ಸಿಹರತಿ ಆಂಪಜಾನೋ ಸತಿ ವಿನಯಲೋಕೆ ಅಭಿಜಾದೋ ಮನಸ ವೇದನಾಸು ವೇದನಾನುಪಸ್ಸಿ ವಿಹರತಿ ಸಂಪಜಾನೋ ಸತಿ ವಿನಯಲೋಕೆ ಅಭಿಜಾದಸ ಚಿತ್ತೆ ಚಿತ್ತಾನುಪಸ್ಸಿ ವಿಹರತಿ ಸಂಪಜಾನೋ ಸತಿ ವಿನಯಲೋಕೆ ಅಭಿಜಾದೋ ಮನಸ ಧಮ್ಮೇಸು ಧಮ್ಮಾನುಪಸ್ಸಿ ವಿಹರತಿ ಸಂಪಜಾನೋ ಸತಿ ವಿನಯಲೋಕೆ ಅಭಿಜಾದೋ ಮನಸ ಕಥಂಚಿಕ್ಕು ಕಾಯಾನುಪಸ್ಸಿಹರತಿ ಇಧಭಿಕ್ಕು ಅರಣ್ಯಗತೋವಾಖಮೂಲಗತೋವಾಶೀದತಿ ಪಲ್ಲಂಕಂಗಾಭುಜಿತ್ವಾಂಕಾಯ ಸೋಸೋವಸೀಘಂವಾಸೀಘಂವಾಸೀಘಂವಾಸೀಘಂವಾಸೀ ರಸಂಗಸೀತಿ ಪಜಾತಿ ರಸಂಗಸೀತಿ ಪಜಾತಿ ಸಬ್ಕಾಯ ಪಟಿ ಸಂವೇದಿ ಅಸಿಸ್ಸಾತಿ ಸಿಖತಿ ಸಬ್ಕಾಯ ಪಟಿ ಸಂವೇದಿ ಪಸಿಸ್ಸಾತಿ ಸಿಖತಿ ಪಸಂಭಯಂಕಾಯ ಸಂಖಾರಂ ಅಸಿಸ್ಸಾತಿ ಸಿಖತಿ ಪಸಂಭಯಂಕಾಯ ಸಂಖಾರಂ 
ปัสสะทิสามีติสิกขติ सेयतापि बिकवे दक्को भमकारो वा भमकारांते वाचीवा दीघं वा अंचंतो दीघं अंचामीति पजानाति रसं वा अंचंतो रसं अंचामीति पजानाति एवमेव खो भिक्वे भिक्खु दीघं वा अससंतो दीघं अससामीति पजानाति दीघं वा पससंतो दीघं पससामीति पजानाति रसं वा अससंतो रसं अससामीति पजानाति रसं वा पससंतो रसं पससामीति पजानाति सबकाय पटिसंवेदी अससिसामीति सिखति सबकाय पटिसंवेदी पससिसामीति सिखति पसंभयं काय संखारं अससिसामीति सिखति पसंभयं काय संकारं पससिसामीति सिखति इतिहाजतं वाकाये कायानुपसी विहरति बहिदावाकाये कायानुपसी विहरति अज्ञत बहिदावाकाये कायानुपसी विहरति समुदय धम्मानुपसीवा कायसुमिं विहरति वायदम्मानुपसीवा कायसुमिं विहरति समुदय वायदम्मानुपसीवा कायसुमिं विहरति अतिकायोति वापनस सति पचुपठिताहोति यावदेव ज्ञानमत्ताय पतिसति मत्ताय अनिसितोच विहरति नचकिंचिलोके उपादियति एवंपि भिकरे भिकुकाये कायानुपसी विहरति
पुनच परं भिक्वे भिक्कु गच्छन्तो वा गच्छामीति पजानाति ठितो वा ठितो मीति पजानाति निसिन्नो वा निसिन्नो मीति पजानाति सयानो वा सयानो मीति पजानाति यथा यथावा पनस कायो पनिहितो होति तथा तथानं पजानाति इति अज्ञत्तं वाकाये कायानुपस्सि विहरति Bahiddhavakaye kayaanupasi viherati Ajjat bahiddhavakaye kayaanupasi viherati Samudaya dhammanupasi vakayasumim viherati Vayadhammanupasiva kāyasumiṁ viherati Samudaya vayadhammanupasiva kāyasumiṁ viherati Atthikāyoti vāpanas satipachu patthitāhoti Yāvudīva jñāna mattāya patisati mattāya Anissitocha viharati Nacha kinchi loke upādiyati Evampi bhikkave bhikku kāye Kāyānupasī viharati Punaca parang bhikkave bhikkhu abhikkante patikkante sampajānakāri hoti Alokite vilokite sampajanakari hoti Samminjite pasarite sampajanakari hoti Sanghati patta chivaradharane sampajanakari hoti Asite, pite, khaite, saite, sampajana kari hoti Uchara pasava kammi sampajana kari hoti Gathe thite nisinne sutte jagarite भासिते तुन्नी भावे संपजानकारी होती
iti ajjhattang vākāye kāyānu pasi viharati bahiddhā vākāye kāyānu pasi viharati ajjhatt bahiddhā vākāye kāyānu pasi viharati Samudaya dhammanu pasiva kāyasmiṃ viherati Vaya dhammanu pasiva kāyasmiṃ viherati Samudaya vaya dhammanu pasiva kāyasmiṃ viherati Atthi kāyoti vāpanas sati pachu pathita hoti Yāva deva jñāna mattāya patisati mattāya Anisito ca viharati naca kinci loke upādiyati evampi bhikave bhikhu Kāyī kāyānu pāsī viharati Punaca parang bhikkave bhikkhu Imameva kāyāng uddhaṁ pādatala Adhokesamathakā Tacha pariyantang purang nanapkaras asuchino Pacha vekhati Atthi imasmin kaye kesa loma nakha danta tacho mansang naharu Atthi atthi minja vakkang hadayang yakanang kilomakang pihakang paphasang Antang antagunang udariyang karisang Matalungang pitang semhang pubbolohitang Sedo medo asu vasakelo singhanika lasika muttangti Seyathāpi bhikkave ubhato mukha mutoli pūra nāna vihitas dhanyas seyathidang Sālīnaṁ vihīnaṁ mugganaṁ māsānaṁ tilānaṁ tandulānaṁ Taminang cakhuma puriso muncitwa pacevekheye
ఇమే సాలీ ఇమే వీహి ఇమే ముగ్గా ఇమే మాసా ఇమే తిలా ఇమే తండ్రులాతి ఇమేవోభిఖవేక్కుమేవకాయంగ్ధంపాదతలాధోకేశమర్థకాచపర్యంతూరంగ్నాపకారస్సుచినోపచ్చవిఖతి అతి ఇమస్మింకాయేకేశాలోమానఖాదంతచోమంసంహారూఠిఠిమింజాకంహదయంకిలోమకంపిహకంపహాసంతంగుణ ఉదర్యంకరీసంతలుంగంపిత్తంసింహంపుబ్బోలోహితంసేదోమేదోసుసాఖేలోసింఘానికాలసికాముతీ ఇతిజ్జత్తంవాకాయేకాయానుపస్సీవిహరతి బహిద్ధావాకాయేకాయానుపస్సీవిహరతి అజ్జత్తబహిద్ధావాకాయేకాయానుపస్సీవిహరతి సముదయమానుపస్సీవాకాయస్మింవిహరతి సముదయమానుపస్సీవాకాయస్మింవిహరతి సముదయవయమానుపస్సీవా కాయస్మింవిహరతి అతిపచ్చుపట్టితోతి యావదేవ్ఞానమత్తాయ పతిసతిమత్తాయ అనిశ్చితోచరతి నచకించిలోకే ఉపాధ్యతి ఏవాంపిభిక్కవేభిక్కుకాయేకాయానుపస్సీవిహరతి పునచపరంభిక్కవేభిక్కుమేవకాయంగ్ యథాఠితంగ్ యథాపనిహితంగ్ 
धातु सो पच्च विखति अति इमस्मिं काये पठवी धातु आपो धातु तेजो धातु वायो धातु सेयतापि बिखवे दक्को गोघात कोवा गोघात कांते वासीवा गाविं वधित्वा चातुम महापते बिलसो पटि विभजित्वा निसिन्नो अस एवमेव खो भिक्कवे भिक्कु इममेव कायं यताठितं यथापनितं धातु सो पच्च विखति अति इमस्मिं काये पटविधातु आपो धातु तेजो धातु वायो धातु ती इति अज्ञतं वाकाये कायानुपस्सी विहरति बहिदा वाकाये कायानुपस्सी विहरति अज्ञत बहिदा वाकाये कायानुपस्सी विहरति समुदय धम्मानुपस्सीवा कायस्मिं विहरति वयधम्मानुपस्सीवा कायस्मिं विहरति समुदय वयधम्मानुपस्सीवा कायस्मिं विहरति अतिकायोति वापनस सतिपच्चु पठिता होति यावदेव ज्ञान मत्ताय पतिसति मत्ताय अनिसितोच विहरति नच किंचिलोके उपादियति एवंपि भिक्वे भिक्काये कायानुपस्सी विहरति Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.